Welcome to Create Momentum for Positive Mindset. Today, my guest is Dominic Smith. Dominic Smith is a manager in uh, Morrison, and he has started his entrepreneurial journey in 2019. So he, he does work part-time as an entrepreneur. Thank you very much, Dominic, for taking your time out and giving to Create Momentum. It's a pleasure, Shaz. It's a pleasure. You know, it's, it's one of these things where I've seen you on your own podcast and you interviewing, you know, great people. And I, I like this podcast because the mindset for it is so positive. And it, it's, it's an honor to be in this podcast, if you, if you ask me myself. Thank you very much. Much appreciated that you feel in that way. That give me a boost to make it more, better and better. Every day I'm obsessed to make myself better and better. That's what I'm doing. That's how it should be for everyone. Okay. Uh, first of all, I want to know about yourself. Uh, tell me about yourself, Dominic. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm 32. I'm an admin manager in, in, in Morrison's. So I'm, I'm from that part of life, the, the average person. And I live in South London. Now, apart from that, I have an entrepreneurial career that I'm pursuing and I've started in 2019. And I've invested this year. I've um, looked in other um, industries to see how they're working and how it's going to be in the future. So I, I would say from my point of view, about me is really looking towards the future and helping other people and impacting their lives. That's me in, in, in a nutshell for my introduction. All right, Dominic. Dominic, why did you choose uh, the path to start with entrepreneur and entrepreneurship? You could have done something else. Of course, I, I could have done something else. And most people, without um, being disrespectful, sometimes they get trapped in the, the job or the industry that they started in when they were a young person. Now, I would say, did um, I find entrepreneurship or did entrepreneur and the industry find me? So I found this in 2019. And um, before I actually went into this industry, I, I was looking to do something different to what I was doing already. I wanted to start something, have some ownership, start a business, but I didn't know what to do because the two questions people ask themselves is, one, they don't know how to do it or what to do. And that's where I found myself stuck. And in 2019, I found the industry of network marketing. And that's where it really began in seeing how the mindset of business in changing your life, in helping others. So that's where I, I, I would say it began. And the reason why I, I like this industry is because there are so many doors you could walk into not just one door. I see it as a, a family tree, network marketing. You could branch off into different industries. Yeah, of course. But however it is, which I find network marketing, um, I mean, it's not that hard. Everything takes time, but we people don't have patience to, um, to wait. They say if they have started today, so they have to, like anything, if, like, for example, if I give you a small example, if you go for a one-day job and you say you need your salary after, after when you finish your job, it couldn't happen. You have to work 30 days, and after 30 days, there is a process. You finish it and do it. Everything takes time. But again, some of the businesses is like, is like a job. How are you doing a job? You have to 
do it like that. Otherwise, it won't happen. I mean, how, there is one point. Uh, there is uh, like eight point seven billion people around the world. But maybe you try eight people in network marketing, then you give up. It's not like that. So you have to. Uh, you have to have patience. Yeah, you have and to. One thing. One in, thing yeah. I would say. One thing I would say. What you said is, and I'm glad you said this because a lot of people's obstacles in network marketing is they want quick results. But I tell you now, patience is a talent. A lot of people don't understand when I say this. Patience is a talent. A lot of people don't have, don't have the talent to be patient. Because in network marketing, the beginning stages is always you're planting seeds. Some things will happen quick. Some things will happen six months or a year later. But what you need to realize is anything that's worthwhile doing is always risky and always hard. But it gets easier as you go ahead because you start to learn the industry and the obstacles and how to, how to work around them, if you want to call it that. But I understand fully what you're saying. You know, you get a job, within a day you want your pay. Life doesn't work like that. Patience is a talent. It's a patience is virtue. But uh, again, what challenges did you face when you started network marketing? I believe the, the beginning of network marketing for me, the, the challenges was really to um, know what it is because I came into this industry um, in 2019, didn't even know it existed, to be fair. And I came into it by accident because it, I saw it on someone's post that they were selling something or advertising something. And I, I was looking at it and I was thinking, how do you have partnership with the company? So having a conversation with this person, it led on to me going to an event and the rest is history from that part. The obstacles that I found was that when you start is you really want leadership and you're not too sure what to do or how to go about it for whatever um, the company is selling um, um, product or service wise. How do you attract people? How, how do you become marketable yourself for people to want to even see what you're doing? And what you tend to find in the beginning stages is that your family and friends will be obviously your warm market, as they call it. But at the same time, they'll be your hardest market because they will never see you as a business person. They'll never see you as someone that is how can I say verified as a company but the strangers that you meet in network marketing yeah or the strangers that maybe get referred from a friend or a family member they will see you as a business person so I understood in the early stages that I have to present myself as a business person or as a person approachable in doing business without getting let down or taking the letdowns to harsh the more no's I get the more of the reason of why I want to do it because I know the no's are just practice so that was the obstacles that I found in the beginning and that was my mindset of just understanding plus I had a great upline um who really showed me that no what what happened no matter what happens you're always going to be better in the long term of course, I agree with you on this. I need to tell you one thing, which is, uh, which it is, that 
the people who are closest to you will not support you until strangers celebrate on you. Yes, yes, that's very true. I couldn't agree anymore. And it's a shame. It, it really is a shame that it becomes that way. But I think it's, it, it's misingenuous because your own family, your friends that don't want to support you. Because Here's the thing. If I was to, to provide, let's say, an energy service and I go to my mother or my friends and say, look, I can possibly get your energy service um, to a lower rate. They might not be interested in me. But let's say someone from, for example, British Gas speaks to them with a suit and a name badge. And they say the same thing as me. The only difference is they're wearing a suit and a name badge, yeah? They will be more willing to listen than me. And that's where I find the disconnect of people. But it's understandable because that's how human beings are. They're only seeking for Dominic, who I went to school with, rather than Dominic, who can provide you with a service. Yes, what it is, uh, Dominic, as you know, I know you are in network marketing, so you probably read a lot of books. But I use this uh, example all the time, which is how to win uh, friends and influence people. It's it always you have, to, you have to see, you have to put yourself in someone else's shoes and see how comfortable they are and what are their circumstances. So that, for, that keeping in mind, if, uh, if you get one, no, no problem. Another one, as I said to you, there are 8.7 billion people in the world, but you have to try it. Mm. Maybe it's going to take a year, maybe it's going to take two years. But again, as, uh, as uh, I believe you are open to new opportunities and uh, want to be financially free in future, like there is crypto there, there's Forex there, there is uh, nowadays metaverse and so many things are there and you can be financially free in no time. And you know, as, uh, as just to give an example of uh, Shiba Inu last year, it made many multiple millionaires and billionaire. And the top guy, top notch person in Shiba Inu invested only $8,000 and he got about 5.7 billion. And uh, here we go. Here we see, we don't have to stuck in one market where we want to see that we want to be financially free. We have to go to different markets. So what do you say on that? Uh, I believe diversifying your, your um, income stream is very important. I, I, I don't believe you can rely on one income stream anymore because as you know, the cost of living is going up. I believe the, the cost of living, the percentage is up five point something percent and people living on one income stream you're taking a risk you're gambling on one thing so all these opportunities in in the crypto market i know people are skeptical of crypto but the, the world is going to the digital way so with um bitcoin this has been established um shiba all these coins ethereum and even nfts and and even gaming all these digital industries that are coming to light now it's, it's just another way for people as the average person to in, invest or it, how they call it stacking and holding so holding to a coin and what you put in can be eight thousand or less and seeing it within years it going up in value i i really like i believe this is the way people should be looking into it and i believe because of the new generations coming up you know the, the older generation is without being disrespectful, they're dying out. And the new generation, 
there's many millionaires who are young nowadays because you see the mindset of I can do this as well or I can invest in this. It's never been better within an opportunity wise to become a millionaire or to become financially free. And all these opportunities are there and scalable to the average person. For example, anyone can be an Uber driver. All you need is a phone and a car and an internet connection. You know, so the concept, I know it's a different industry, but the concept is still the same, is that the entry level is very easy. So with that being said, yes, uh, my thoughts on that is, is, is great for the average person nowadays because we didn't have all these opportunities before. We never had YouTube, I don't know, 20 years ago. You know, we, we never had as many podcasts. You know, the average person could do a podcast now and make themselves marketable. So yes, I'm all in for these industries. Yes, uh, I come to that point. Like inflation is not gone only to 5.7%. It has gone for 100%. If you see the last 10 years, how it has been increased, they said 1%, 2%, but I see it, it is about 100%. And the wages increases only 2%. Where it is not a justice, where they're increasing the, the uh, inflation and wages are still low. If you see an example of security officer, if he started 10 years ago, he was on a 10 pound. Again, you come back after 10 years, still is 10 pound. So there is no more increment has been done. So, and as you know, I should give it to you this because I listen to Patrick, but David, maybe you know this channel called Valuetainment. So in that, they said- Yes, if the, yes, I understand. So in that uh, channel or in that podcast, one of the podcasts, Patrick says, if- the pandemic is over and if there is no inflation there will be crisis there will be a lot of crisis job crisis so they can't cope up and again in this pandemic was the biggest is it was a blessing in disguise there was a lot of opportunities for everybody to earn from the waiter to the ceo and a lot of capitalists has used this advantage to the top and made it and you can imagine Elon Musk going from within two years, he has generated 200, uh, 280, 86 or 276 billion within billion. two years. Mm. One, one, of, one of those. So you can imagine. So pandemic was an opportunity for everybody to use their skills on the top to get what, whatever they want to achieve. But... Again, some people, it was like they, if they're getting furloughs, they don't want to use their time and just they waste their time. It's up to them. So it's, uh, again, it's uh, every individual is completely different. They won't understand. But I understood why I started the podcast. Yeah. Why I was listening to uh, the content of Patrick but David day in, day night. So I saw one day Omar Altar, who is an American guy, he was doing a podcast with Patrick. So I was listening to his podcast. You know, I said I could do it. But again, a lot of failures, a lot of rejections. Um, it happened and I didn't stop. So I started and I got a few people from Oman, different talents. So I made it in a diversify. It's not only a people, I can speak different languages. So that's why I do it differently. So that's why, uh, that's where I started the podcast. And I know it's an opportunity for me and for the other person to share their views, their opinion, their suggestions through the media. 
of course. And um, many people who, I, I say this, you're either a victim of your circumstances or a master of your circumstances. Because a lot of wealthy people, they get rich in pandemics, recessions, um, in, in crisis, financial crisis. But the poor, without being disrespectful, or the poor mindset, we'll call it, they will always stay poor in any event, any recession, pandemic, financial crisis. Because poor, the, the mindset of being poor is passed down from generation to generation. And that's what I found. If I was to give £100 to a homeless person to start a business, they won't take it to start a business. But if I came the next day with a Ferrari, I said, you can have it £500. They'll find the money. Because the mindset of a person is never the value. It's always the price. Everyone knows the price of everything, but no one knows the value of everything. And that's what I found in the pandemic. A lot of people who were furloughed or lost their jobs or when business shut down, they never took the opportunity to really create something because you have all this time in the world. You might as well make something of it to benefit yourself and your future generations. But only, they say, 5% of people in the world take that opportunity in pandemics. For example, starting a podcast, a lot of people will rather watch it than take opportunity to create one. And that's why I give you credit, my friend, because it takes guts. And at the same time, it's not easy to speak to people and they're watching you. It could be five people to 500 people. It's not easy. And I understood that when I first started network marketing, it was very hard for me to speak to people. And I never spoke like this, by the way. I was very stuttering in the beginning stages of my entrepreneurial career. So I understand fully. And like you said, with all the... Um, how can I say, the failures that happen in the beginning stages, I see it as preparing you for your perfection. You know, a diamond is, is, is crushed and um, um, has a lot of pressure before it becomes a real diamond. And that's the same with anything, your failure and rejection or with an obstacle with your journey. It's just preparing you for that final stage for you to go ahead. So that's the only thing I can see in anything that's uh, a failure or rejection. I don't even see that as failing, you know. If you're not trying, then you're failing automatically. That's the way I see it. Yeah, you're right. You're correct. Uh, one more thing which I want to mention in here, like a lot of people who contact on a social media to different people, they have to be very, uh, very patient. That sometime, oh, this is the opportunity, X, Y, Z, you want to join or you don't want to join, then they get upset. This is completely a wrong way. Because as I tell you my podcast gen, uh, journey, because I have uh, approached with the people who have thousands, thousand followers. They didn't, uh, they said, they give me an excuse. That's fine. I understand that it's not everybody's piece of cake. But however, you know, any business or anything, you know, you feel that uh, there is like, um, what do you call it? They are trying to cone you. That's what you're going to yeah. feel if you don't see the opportunity. They're trying to sell you something. Yeah. 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 It's no one so, to be sold something. Yeah. So that's why I want, you know, if someone joins or someone say to you, yes, it's fair enough. If not, no problem. Don't 
pressurize someone so badly that they get upset. And in the end, someone who contacted me, you know, a lot of uh, nowadays scams are happening on cryptocurrency because uh, there's yeah. a lot of people, what they're going to do, they're going to put their, uh, they have a website or they have, um, they try to approach different people. They go to well-known people, a people website and uh, put a comment there. Now, obviously the Bitcoin price is now 33,000 pounds. Nobody's going to give it to you by 18,000. But many, many things happen with the people. And another thing, people does not understand the business. They don't try to, they just want quick profit. So you have to wait. You have to learn. You have to give a time. Like, I'll just give you an example of Gary Wee, who started NFTs, which is very popular now, non-fungible tokens. So he said he has given 50 hours to learn it first. So everybody mm -hmm. has to give time to understand people's psycho psychology. You know, people management is one of the hardest thing in any, if you have a team or if you try to approach people, it is a very hardest thing, people management. So people need to learn about this. That's why I wanted to bring this subject that one, you contacting social media, anybody, don't get upset. If they, they say no or thank you very much, that's it. You have to take it on a, uh, take it on a chin and that's it. If one person said no, no problem. There is eight billion people out there yeah. to make it to every no is is just a, a another training session you know you can just see it as that take the positive out the negative and sometimes a no sometimes just means not yet so i never see someone that says no as in they don't want to do this because it's not for them sometimes that is what it is but sometimes it's just it's not the right timing for them they might be going through something for whatever reason and you have to give the person the respect as well, because what I tend to notice with certain network marketers, they are unprofessional and they feel they can talk to anyone the way they want. You know, if someone says no, it, it, it becomes an insult to them. But you should never see it as an insult because in future, that person that says no might come back to you. You never know. Yeah, one thing I like uh, behind you, I think you have written your all your goals, your aim, your sub, uh, your. Yeah. Uh, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. So yeah. I'm mentioning yeah. that. Yeah. So with that, with saying that, we'll go to our wrap up section, and in the end, I would like to ask you a question: What drives you every day, and what gives you happiness in life? But what drives me every day is, I think, being humble and having gratitude because I know tomorrow is never promised. I know I can pass away tomorrow, get hit by a bus. So what drives me is knowing that whatever I'm doing now, I'm going to make it worthwhile for the future. You know, um, I don't have any kids, but if I have kids, you know, my legacy will be I'm leaving them something. Or my father did this and he had um, integrity. And it was something that he believed in. Um, so what was the second question again? And what gives you happiness in life? What gives me happiness is, is I, I would say, helping other people, um, seeing the positive in, in every, everyday life. Because when I go to work, sometimes I see miserable people. You know, they, they take their, their home life into their work life. And sometimes you have people that say, oh, uh, I wish I don't have to go to work today. 
I'm grateful I get to go to work because some people don't have jobs. Some people will kill just to have for what I have. So that's what makes me happy, knowing that I have, you know, more than the average person, but I can give back to the average person. And the gratitude and the humbleness what keeps me very happy because my happiness is not, not conscious, it's subconscious. Some people's happiness are conscious because they have to tell themselves that they're happy. And when they don't have the happiness for whatever reason, then they become unhappy for a long time. For me, I, I, I believe if you become happy subconsciously, you know, it could be telling yourself because I used to tell myself all the time, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy because I'm humble for what I have. And, and for the things that some people don't have, I know I'm grateful that I have this because not many people have it. It became subconscious to me. And every day I'm grateful, I'm just breathing, I'm just walking, it's the small things in life. And that's what drives me. And that's what I believe for what I'm doing is a good thing for myself as well. Because network marketing is just not the opportunity to have your own business. Um, because it's scalable to the average person, depending on what company you go in or industry. But the one thing I would say you agree with this as well is the personal development network marketing gives you as well. Yes, on that, what you said to me, what you said is absolutely, uh, absolutely agree. I agree with you 100% that some people don't realize. Two people recently completely changed my mindset. One person, Obviously, uh, she was working in a law firm, but she had a sudden death on the 1st of March. She took, she had a very successful career. But however, due to some reason, she wanted a break from her work. And the other one is from, there was a guy from Australia. His name is Ali. He died of a cancer. But he had all the luxuries of life, but he could not buy time to live mm. so people should be appre appreciate they're alive they're breathing yes I, I agree with you time waits for for no one you know um within um, the industry of not just network marketing but with, with me and investing i'm also an investor as well um i learned that within this world time waits for no one and the biggest currency in the world is not pound, dollars, franc, yen, because you can make money and lose money, but time you can never get back. So you have to treat your time so precious, you wouldn't even want to waste it on someone that is uh, negative or doesn't want to give any value to you. You know, So I even choose my time and the people that I speak to very wisely as well. So yes, I, I agree and I love what you said there. Yeah, so again, thank you very much, Dominic, for this podcast. So I'm really thankful and grateful to you. I'm grateful. It's been a pleasure. And I would love to come back and give some positive content on this podcast. Thank you. I'll see you soon. No problem.